everyone. Welcome to Style Recognizes Style. If you've never been here before, my name is Tori and this is my fashion podcast. So on here I discuss a topic. It used to be weekly, now it's bi-weekly within the fashion industry or in fashion overall. Before we get into today's episode, make sure to follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and on Instagram at style, recognize, style, so you can stay updated and get reminders for when the podcast will be up. It'll be posted weekly on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. So the topic for this week. So in this week's podcast, in honor of it being my roomie slash best friend's birthday a few weeks ago, say happy birthday, Kaylee, I am covering... Emily from Emily in Paris's Style Transformation. I find her style evolution through these three seasons very clever. At first, when watching season one, I truly loathed her outfits and cringed every time I saw them. But now having seen season two and three, I understand the vision. We all understood that Emily was a Midwesterner, not ready for the fashion scene in Paris. But in general, I disliked the style. It was weird pieces combined together. I just, I like weird colors, weird textures and patterns and silhouettes thrown together that was supposed to be this like eclectic, cool girl chic that really just looked homely to me. But as Emily spends more time in Paris, she leaves some of her unchic style behind and starts to take on some French styling. We see that mostly in season two, the in-between transition between these stark style differences in season one and season three. The transition happens while she still wears outfits that fit the character, which I think is very clever. So Emily's style season one consisted of jarringly clashing patterns and colors, weird bucket hats slash weird hats, period, and weird outfits that gave an American very much trying to look Parisian. The two looks that definitely caught my eye, and not in a good way, is the, is the coat with shoe print on it, paired with a football skirt, and then The other look that really sent me was the Paris skyline button down paired with a snakeskin skirt and pop art heels. They both had me screaming, not screaming in joy, screaming in fear. I also found that a lot of the looks from season one are also outdated. To be honest, I think that this comes from Patricia Fields being one of the costume designers, but that's a whole other topic for another day. There's a way to pair mismatched patterns, but Emily in season one fails to do so. In season two, not only did the plot get a lot better, but so did Emily's outfits. This shows the middle of Emily's transformation from, you know, it's she's still dressed, you know, the same in her kind of style aesthetic. But she transitioned more from more is more to a little bit less is more and got a little bit of business chicness 
as she grows and matures with the show. I also think it's still weird that she doesn't know a lick of French, but again, that's a topic for another day. Emily's fashion in season two is more assimilated to French culture and fashion, but she still has her bold, distinct personal style that mirrors the character's personality. Her style is still unique, but becomes more sophisticated over time. Some things to know about Emily's style in season two is... She mixes patterns in a fun but more cohesive manner. It doesn't look as sloppy. She still wears statement pieces together, but she chooses better statement pieces. I said what I said. She dresses more maturely than season one, which I find to be a good thing. She, you know, is a market marketing girly in Paris. Like, you know, some of the outfits they had her wearing in season one, I would, like, if... Fashion is fashion and all of that, but, you know, they're not even a fashion company. But it just, it wasn't giving, like, fashionable eclectic. It was giving mess. In season three, the plot gets the best it's been, and so do the outfits. We get to see Emily's growth and maturity, personality and style-wise, with her outfit still staying true to the character's personal taste. She still wears a lot of colors. She still wears a lot of statement pieces, but instead of mixing a ton of colors that may clash, she's wearing more monochromatic outfits in a singular pop of color or two contrasting colors that mesh well together. Her style is also a bit more professional than the previous seasons while still being stylish. This can be seen by her wearing business chic trousers in black, blazers, and cardigans with accompanying matching tops. So now I thought I should just chit chat about my favorite outfits Emily has worn so far and my least favorite outfit, which I can picture visually in my head without even looking at a picture right now. So my favorite outfit Emily's worn so far, there's a few. So I have one from season two and I have two from season three. So in season two, when they traveled to the French Riviera, she had a look featuring a headscarf in a pattern that matched her jacket, same pattern with a blue mini dress underneath that also matches the shoes. Did not like the heels. I'm not like a traditional heel kind of girly in the first place, so that's my own problem. But the look is finished off with a pair of massively oversized sunglasses in this beautiful white color. She just, she was giving vacationing in the French Riviera. She was, she was giving, she delivered. Another one of my favorite outfits is from season three where Emily is wearing a Paco Rabanne silver high neck sequin gown to attend Mindy's opening at a jazz club. First of all, love a jazz club. Second of all, love that Mindy can sing and is a jazz club. Third, it looks amazing on her, this, this sequin gown, and it very much fits the moment. Sequins, I'm not usually the biggest fan of, but like at the jazz club, you're wearing these sequins and you're really having fun with it. You know, this seems the perfect place for that. You know what I mean? Another one of my favorite looks from season three is when 
Savoir holds an event for Mason Laveau and McLaren where Emily wears a Giuseppetti Morabito mini dress and a jacket of silhouette engulfing ruffles from Iris Apfel's collection that she did with H&M. Emily looks great in purple. It's this like light purple and this nice pop of color with a fun silhouette is great without it being too much. My least favorite outfit from Emily's is worn in season one where the character is wearing this very scary multi-multi-pattern dress consisting of black and white crosses followed by red and white stripes followed by white and navy checks an iridescent section and is finished off with a green army print that is tailed by a hot pink lace edge most of emily's season one outfits had me a little scared but this had me majorly scared this had me going do i really need to watch this because honestly at first i was watching it and i was like oh geez man i really this girl's style really irritates me but I was, I was sick with COVID. This was like over a year ago, a year and a few months ago. And I was like, I really don't have much to be doing right now. So I finished it and I liked the general plot. But like then when season two came out again, like I wasn't sick or anything, but I think I just had, it was a time period where I had a lot of time to watch. And then I liked the series so much more. And now in season three, I'm really liking it. So it's grown on me. But aside from that, so Coco Chanel, who is not, who I don't consider her, you know, my inspiration for my day, but I remember reading a quote about Coco Chanel saying, take one thing off before you leave the house. I believe Emily at this time, specifically season one, used to decide to put on three extra accessories on before going out. And like, it, w- it was giving a little scary. Also, something that's always confused me is how Emily affords to wear outfits that are worth around 2K, $2,000 on the daily. I know my friends in fashion marketing and advertising aren't walking around daily in Louboutins, It doesn't really bother me much, but I just find it amusing. But also, like, you know, that's kind of like Carrie Bradshaw with her. I spent $40,000 on shoes and I have no place to live. It's giving that. And I kind of love that. I just find it amusing. I know she's definitely because of like age wise, she her position would be higher up than people I know in marketing and advertising. But still, like, it's not like Louboutin Daily type of, you know, deal. Also, I was dead at Gabrielle letting her work at his, like, I think it became Michelin Star or it was, like, getting reviewed for Michelin Star restaurant. And she couldn't speak French still. She's been there for three years and has not picked up on a lick of French, which is just also just so funny to me because, like... She's still trying to figure it out. I'm like, girl. Um, And she gives someone something they're allergic to to eat. I was so bald at that because that smells of lawsuit. 
but it's pretty amusing watching her, you know, traipse around in her Louboutins, working at this French restaurant when she had that period where she was unemployed in Louboutins, like not speaking, not speaking French at all. You know what I mean? So I would love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Leave me your opinion on my Instagram at style, recognize style to discuss. I also wanted to make a mini announcement. I'm super, super, super excited, but unfortunately I will be doing the podcast bi-weekly just because with life and having another job, I, I just can't, I just can't keep it up. I just can't keep it up every week, but yeah, me only doing this every other week stinks, but I'm also going to be doing a high fashion newsletter where I focus on, you know, things happening in the fashion industry, New York niche fashion industry stuff. You know, I'll just be covering like more short end content there and be focusing like, you know, my designer profiles and longer things for my podcast. So there will be different content. So you should check out my sub stack. It is style, recognize style, just like the Instagram. And I really hope you guys subscribe, set up your emails. It'll arrive every other week on Wednesdays at 12 a.m. So you wake up and you're ready with your news from me. So my topic for my next podcast is a designer spotlight on Vivian Westwood. Who she is, her design aesthetic, and how she became so prominent in the fashion industry. I decided to cover this because A, I love Vivian Westwood, B, because she just passed in the last few weeks, and I wanted to explain how much of an impact she's had on fashion, and C, because we're losing so many of these older legends. I don't know what we're going to do. So recommend me some topic ideas on Instagram at style, recognize style, and follow to stay updated and get lots of fashion content. My content for the newsletter next week or, you know, bi-weekly, so the week after that, is going to be my 2023 resolutions and how you can accomplish yours. Bye, guys. Hi everyone, welcome to Style Recognizes Style. If you've never been here before, my name is Tori and this is my fashion podcast. So on here I discuss a topic weekly within the fashion industry or in fashion overall. Before we get into today's episode, make sure to subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and follow on instagram at style recognize style so you can stay updated and get reminders for when the podcast will be up it's going to be up fridays at 2 p.m 